You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We're listening to the R&B uh, Stains song. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to R&B Divas for the After Buzz After Show. This was a reunion, and uh, I'm your host, Ben Merrickson. And introduce yourself, please. Hi, everybody. I'm Taisha Monique. I am Alfred Nolan Thomas II. Hey, guys. I'm Chloe Adams. So, we're listening to the theme song, and that was the first um, thing that they discussed. So, let's just get into mm-hmm. this. So, hmm Wendy Williams, who was the host. I love Wendy. Well, let's let's talk about that really quick. So, what are your thoughts overall about the show? And then, what do you guys think about um, what do you think about the show? What do you guys think about Wendy being the uh, the host? For uh, recaps, uh, I thought this was the best, uh, most professional one. Mm-hmm. I thought I really like seeing the women's um, songs as interludes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, really clever instead of doing the same uh, runs. I also, out of the host, I thought Wendy Williams was the best for uh, for nice. this particular uh, season and these particular group of women. Like uh, when they had Monique and and uh, all the other ones, I, I think they were Monique. What Mon- you you're talking about, Shirley Ralph? When she oh, stepped, yeah, in. yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, Shirley Ralph. Uh, when um when they used them, I thought they were cool, but as a host that commanded respect out of the women, definitely uh, came with in your face moments, but at the same time with respect and stuff. So I felt like the women weren't pressured to keep their mouths closed. It was more like a great uh, venue. She was a great order mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I agree. I think Wendy had a great um, way of just kind of putting it out there getting to the point because mm. that's just how Wendy is. She's she's like enough of the fluff. Let's let's just talk about it. So it gave the women I feel like more of a comfortability to go ahead and unleash and talk about it, which of course created some drama and rifts in the tide, but that's what it's all about. It's a reunion show. So Yeah. No, I love Wendy. She always asked the hard hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Um I felt Mila was a little defensive, but I mean Wendy likes to get the, the juice. Your- yeah, she gets in your business yeah. like when she asked about music so <laughs> Which 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 we'll discuss. If Faith's um, husband? Wow. And so I know. one thing <laughs> Wendy, Wendy did definitely. She did ask the questions that needed to be asked. But did you notice the disposition on the girls? Some of them seemed like they just did not want to be there from the jump. Which, for me, yeah. when you like when you are doing a reality show, particularly for the past, I don't know, seven, eight years, mm. I think back to the reunion starting probably with the "I Love New York" flavor of love type thing. There's always reunions for every reality mm-hmm. show. Yes. The Real Housewives mm-hmm. of whatever. whoever uh, Bad Girls Club, there's always reunions. And you're actually paid 
a bonus for attending the reunions. So why do these people show up to the reunion like this? Mm-hmm. Or I, it, or it was extra, and I felt like a little fake. Even I the greeting, because at this point they they've do. seen the show. Too bad, and they feel away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like they already know America has their depiction of them, and so when they come here, it's like I feel like a lot of them just feel like they have to defend themselves, mm-hmm. or they're just not with it, or they're mad at the producers for editing things the way they edit them, which Selena, I think, had um, expressed, or somebody had expressed It was Latavia. Latavia. Mm -hmm. Let's let's break this down. So the first Mm -hmm. thing Wendy discusses is a theme song, and so she asked, you know, there were some people's voices that was missing on the theme song, and so she asked who who sung the theme song and who didn't. Of course, Latavia raises her hand, and then Angie (laughs) says that she didn't sing, and so then, so Wendy asked, well, how did Angie feel about that? Mm-hmm. You know, was she asked? Was she not asked? She didn't even know that a theme song was even, you know, being done. Was That's being done. Cool and so it was when Kiki asked uh, her if she was going to be a part of it. Angie said no. Angie said she felt pissed about it because, you know, Angie always wants to sing. What do you guys <laughs> think about the theme song? And should all of the women have been a part of the theme song? I mean, it would have been nice. Uh, definitely. Uh, in the sense of the way the show's been kind of ran, nothing seemed to come together in a sensible way. And I think this was the also the case where uh, how they were left out of the, the Grammy and and being in a situation where uh, there's a lot going on, that, <laughs> that that I feel, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally felt on Angie's side that she was right in feeling some type of way. At the same time, with the way they've been putting everything together, I wanted. It's like you just know that it's not going to be done right. Well, mm-hmm. I'll say this, hey Phil, can you turn me up just a little bit? Um, I do know that when they were taping uh, season one of uh, LA of the LA version. They had a couple of the girls do their own different versions. Mm. So Kelly Price's It's My Time to Shine, It's My Time to Fly, that was she a song that she wrote for the R&B Divas theme. And she had Little Mo and I believe Shante Moore sing on on her versions. Mm. But TV One chose Little Mo's theme song over Kelly's. So I can see where Angie's coming from, but I think... TV one just needs to be a little more professional mm-hmm. and saying, okay, who's going to do, you know, just, just being real and upfront about how they're going to go about to do like, the worst case so. scenario. No one should have been in the dark. Yeah. To say the yeah. Least. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like at least everybody should have had their, their moment. And it's and you know, obviously what they choose to use the, the snippet that they choose to use is what TV one chooses mm-hmm. to use, but at least like let everybody in on what's happening and mm-hmm. not have Angie have to, you know, find out from, Kiki or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's how you create shade. That's how you create these moments that they're trying to create of, um, so you know, this one against that one and the whole editing or, you know, like they just need to create these moments of of conflict. Mm. And this is a perfect example of that. And speaking of, of, of conflict of, um, I guess, of interest. So Wendy then asked, you know, how did they feel about their images, how they were portrayed? Did they like how they were being portrayed? And so... Then, of course, Latavia says that she didn't particularly feel about how the editing came about for her and how she was representative. So I'm just going to sit back (laughs) (laughs) and I'm going to let you guys go. Go. I mean, I think Wendy put it the best way, uh, put it in the best words by saying, I always believe that you don't um, 
you show them what you let or have or something like that. Like what you give them is what, what they give. Them is what yeah. They use. So for yeah. me, it it was definitely it's a situation where she had no kind of. I felt like no stance of explanation. It was more like I, I can't wait to see what she's gonna say, and she really had much of no nothing to say substantially. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was it was it was kind of restating everything that we've heard throughout the season and as far as you know her not wanting to sing and it being the 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 huge thing that talked about was talked about through the whole you know whole series but it's like well i mean duh like why you you gave them that you gave them that footage so they're gonna use it and they're gonna manipulate it how they see fit mm-hmm. to make the best quality you know television for the viewers so yeah it is what it is latavia <laughs> to play devil's advocate i do feel both sides of the coin like you know we can't be you can't be on your p's and q's all the time you know it's very hard to make sure that you're picture perfect at every moment there could be a moment where you, you you forgot what you were going to say and they can use that to highlight it to make it look like you just are stupid mm-hmm. so i mean yeah they can't use anything that you don't give them like you were mm-hmm. saying but it's very you know, you it's almost like you have to practice. You have to practice to not be able to give them anything to use against you, which can be pretty tough, especially when they're throwing scenarios at you to get something from you. So I definitely feel where Latavia is coming from, but at the same time, I feel like she could have done better to, mm-hmm. to help herself in that situation to not look like, hey, you on the show, you know, you're not singing, and why are you here? So, I mean, it's, it's both sides. Yeah. Well... There was one thing that I call Latavia saying. She said that although she didn't like how they kind of ran it over and over and over about the her, her her and the whole not singing thing, she said that the producers or the you know the executives they did like her story. Mm-hmm. And so again, for me, I've always said I think this was something that TV One put into the mix mm-hmm. strategically. Latavia yeah, says, "I'm not a solo artist. I, I don't want to sing." And so they wanted to use her because now the other women have something that they could be against. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if the producers liked her story, then they the then Latavia gave them what they needed to make the conflict for the season to go. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, she didn't want to sing, but if she told the producers that I'm not a singer, I'm not a solo artist, this is not what I'm trying to do, and then they still allow her to put her on, <laughs> then why are we mad that she's making her little money? There, there's, there's, a reason, money. there's a reason why yeah. she was she so was stuck in there why we've been always like asking why is she on the show why is she on the show we know why she's on the show and and that's the reason and it was to create that riff of conflict amongst all the other things that went on in the show and that were you know went on during the season that was obviously one of the main you know uh, common ground that just kind of kept mm. coming up so clearly that was there for for that reason otherwise if you know everybody's saying, then everybody's saying, well, we wouldn't I, have nothing to talk about. <laughs> I do think that Latavia needs to defend herself a little bit better. Yeah. I would have liked to have, I would have liked to have seen, you know, what were some of the other things? If you're saying that you weren't about the singing, what were some of the other things that that you filmed that did not make the clip? Because then you make people get a better understanding for where you were coming from and she didn't do that. And so I feel like the poor girl just needs to defend herself because, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, for me, yeah. if she had something she was trying to do that they weren't, they didn't think was interesting, and she had stated that as a reason, that would have been justified. I would have had a lot less to say. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you don't see her on camera doing anything to 
add anything to the situation and then they don't talk about her doing anything else exactly you don't have any explanation as to why things are going on people are gonna not see eye to eye with you Mm -hmm. and either be agitated or aggravated by your presence or you know be combative and make you annoyed by being around and you can see through the many eclipse how many times they kept putting her in that position of oh lord i feel crazy about this situation how y'all doing yeah, I was just I was just confused uh, as to never mind. Actually, go okay. ahead. Never mind. She <laughs> asked, so Wendy then asked about the Destiny's yeah. Child, and she asked about the whole substance and and you know her drinking, and she said that it was about more so than the than her her childhood, more so than the whole Destiny's Child thing. Mm-hmm. And so then she asked, you know, what happened, and she pretty much kept it pretty. It was about management. Pretty political. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Um, did you guys know that? And I'm surprised Wendy didn't ask this question because she loves to dig up old things. You know, Kiki Wyatt was a part of Destiny's Child back when they were kids. Did you guys know that? I never no. knew that. No. So I, I up until wonder, what point? Um, I just remember if you if you YouTube um, Kiki Wyatt on 106 and Park free and them talk about it how when she was a little girl she used to be in the group so maybe at that transition before you know when they were girls little, time maybe. yeah little girls yeah. you know when they, they you know when they were little girls or something and maybe she was a member she after school made too or many something faces as a little yeah. kid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but uh but in either case so then Wendy then goes and uh she pulls out a question from social media and this question was directed toward Mila where she asked about. I, I, she asked about if Mila right. had an affair with Faith uh, mm. with Faith husband's now ex husband um, Todd Shaw, I think Todd Russell, or, but Todd. Todd yeah. And what was your thoughts on how Mila responded? She was very defensive. Mm. She was very like, and made you think like, well, well, damn, did you have the affair? Because everything was just like. No, I said, like, you know, like, she was very, like, I feel like if you have nothing to hide, it should have been a, a clear, simple, like, no, you know, I don't know where they're getting that from, but she, she was acting like someone put her in the hot boiling water. And I mean, maybe it was a little hot, but dang, she was like ready to bite Wendy's head up. Like, can we just stay to this? I'm like, I answered your question. So next. Right, yeah. right. It was, it was. Okay. But yeah. the way, but I, I do, the way Mila answered it, she said that, you know, Matt, that Todd was first her manager mm-hmm. and then he's the like friend. family. No. Yeah. It's yeah. so she slipped the no in there rather than say no. It and no, it never happened. Sorry. So what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um. Think well, so, Faith and Todd. So, Faith and Todd. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know because I don't know Mila well. Yeah. But I don't. We can't even explain her living situation. Yeah, I won't put. I, I'm. If she said no, then no. I'll just. It's so what? Who cares? If she says no. It's a lot then, of aggression behind that. No, mm-hmm. but I mean that was a fierce no. That's, that's a left fielder. I wouldn't. <laughs> if, I can imagine she didn't expect to get that kind of question. She should have because this is this yeah. is Wendy Williams. I was and Wendy say Williams she should expect everything. Did. All of them yeah. should. Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is a radio personality. Wendy digs and she Wendy knows. Job. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think she, she should not have been so defensive in, in that in that response. And so now it made her look suspect. Yeah, exactly. That's all. What do you guys think about Kiki and the um, when Wendy asked her that it was implied that the fights were staged, and then they played the audio from this from the from the radio show? What do you guys think about that? 
not good supporting evidence. Like when yeah. they played yeah. it back, I'm like, okay, I, Wendy. I was I trying to so. hear, listen for something that would yeah. trigger, it, and I was just like, Mm-mm. maybe I'm not hearing it right. Yeah, like, let me go back and listen again. Yeah, yeah, there was totally nothing that was implied. Yeah, and no. then they started a whole another thing about how the whole cursing thing, which yeah, I don't know. That was weird. I mean, but I will say, watching the TV show, I was a little. There was moments with her her rants that I was like, "Dang, that mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> is crazy." So I wasn't shocked that it was brought up in the recap show because that was a, uh, I guess, a thing in my heart that I felt, especially with, uh, I guess, the way they her and Selena uh, pushed the Christian envelope. So I was like, eh, kind of crazy, but I didn't want to say that. But <laughs> it was brought up, so I was like, okay, maybe I ain't crazy. Cuckoo, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go to Kiki. I love her faces. Well, yeah, her faces. Can we talk about the montage of faces? Because that just made me so happy. That's my favorite part. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. He made a. Oh, he made a face. You made Kiki. a face. face. I that's scary. Her. I love Kiki's face very... because you know what? People are afraid to be ugly. Uh, on yeah, TV. that's what you think. Kiki I think that's why I love it so much. Like, but that wasn't ugly. It's not about. It's not mental. about. It's yeah. It's to me. It's a cycle. It's it's a mental <laughs> thing. I agree. Yeah, it's like what is going on in here that make them faces feel comfortable to always kick in the head. That's an actor. Right that, there. That's what. That's all I see is I see mm-hmm. I yeah. see somebody who she she likes she she can manipulate her her face. She can look kooky, crazy, and she silly. Express. And it, but, but she still like, has like a, a a presence about her that is it, it, I like I respect. Like I don't know. I mean, no. I don't know. I think she has both sides. I think no. she has a respectable side to her, and no. I think she has a goofy, crazy side to her. To I be w- Kiki White and do everything cuckoo. she's done in this industry, she's got a respectable side. No, to her. she's just that phenomenal of a singer, and I think that's why she gets away uh, with doing yeah. it in so many. Uh, well, then I respect her professional uh, <laughs> right. uh, settings that that people you see people's reaction to her. It's one of those situations where it's like you just can't help it because she's in the proper spot to get away with it. But if you were to break it down and she didn't have that talent she would be that special kid in the corner that's doing <laughs> something with the play-doh kids. and don't nobody talk to but let's also remember during season two when she had that meeting with uh with an air yeah, went crazy she went crazy and she was making face like i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> well, there is a time and place no, i didn't say yeah. Yeah. there is a she, time and place but she she's a very special person this we know but again, this, this we know. <laughs> but like you said, that talent, and there's a yeah. lot of people in the industry who, uh, in entertainment, who were just off their rocker. Mm-hmm. Artists are off their rockers. But again, she is incredible at her craft. And that, like you said, is what makes her, it lets her get away with what she gets away with. Even on stage, she was going back and forth on previous episodes with the audience. She wanted to sit up to shoot. I feel like Kiki's just off the chain. But when she sings, that's a gift from God that touches people in a way that they just forget about all her craziness. So it's just, and I feel like to have that is like a blessing. I mean, not that you want everyone running around cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but, <laughs> but there's some, you know, and maybe she has to be that way to have that talent or that special gift. Like, you know, every, yeah. people who are like geniuses are off, you know, like they always say geniuses are crazy. People thought Beethoven was crazy. You know what I mean? just think she has she, she has a little a bit of realness to of her course. that maybe some people are looking for when they look at these shows and they see them all and they're all you know she or, should have her own show you know I, uh, think- I wouldn't watch it but <laughs> <laughs> speaking Hate. speaking of gifts and and uh, talents um, 
we are blessed to be able to have iTunes where you guys are able to just go and watch all of our shows via through iTunes and you guys can download, rate, comment, and tell a friend and subscribe. So we want to thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give us here at AfterBuzz because it's because of you guys on uh, on iTunes for all the many downloads that you guys give us weekly. Um, we're able to have lights on and, and give you these great after shows. So thank you to iTunes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So now, Bridezilla. So um, Kiki, <laughs> Kiki, she... She kind of deflects the attention and she calls Monique for Brazilla. And so now we have Therese comes out and they discuss the engagement. And it was really brief, but the, the bigger issue or topic in when Therese was out was the whole issue of Monique, of Monique, Monifa's daughter not mm. attending the wedding, which mm. it, her daughter wasn't mentioned the entire season. I think it was. Yeah. It was big. And well dealt with for it to be such a uh, issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I, they were in a position of you can't change somebody's opinion and you should respect everyone as much as they respect and love you for your decisions and living with that. So I think it was one of those things where it shouldn't um, – I like the way they dive into it and I like the way uh, Monifa and Therese handled it and in respect to you already know kind of – you. If you've been in any aspect of or around uh, Christians and how they feel about uh, homosexuality and and, and just uh, living uh, that lifestyle or whatever, just the to know the sensitivity between the the opposing ideologies, mm-hmm. I feel that they handled that as a family matter the best way possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I feel we know from previous seasons her disdain for the mm-hmm. relationship and her personal feelings towards her mom and. You know, Monifa had her own drug addiction and issues and things of that nature. So, I mean, in past seasons, we've definitely seen the daughter, you know, feel some type of way about her relationship with Therese. And so, you know, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. I think they still support each other. I think you could tell that it's not something that is easy for them, but there's real love between everybody involved that it can be like... You know, it's, if a, it's a family thing. member thing, and you're not always going to be able to dictate what your family member is going to do or how they're going to live their life. But the one thing that won't change is the fact that that's family. Let's also speak in regards to family. Let's talk about Angie and her her daughter Diamond. So the rundown that. is Angie was explaining how it's you know hard being a working diva, and how her daughter is still hurt. Uh, hurt the fact that Angie was pregnant at 22 and she had to have her she had to have someone else raise raise uh, her daughter because that's when she got that that hit I want to get what's what the, the, the little hip hop song she does with um, the with, with the group uh, and so she her 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 um her career took off since then and so she said that there was verbal and physical abuse between them so mm-hmm. the daughter is really hurt about that but then Angie mentioned something she says that now she wants to do this and now she wants Angie to now retire so that she can go and do her career. What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> that what are you strange. thinking? You need your mama to be as active and moving as possible. I mean, I don't know. I I just think from the perspective of if I'm looking at it as you could take advantage of your mother's legacy and what she's done, the last thing your mother should be is irrelevant and, and retired. So I disagree in any aspect of that. Unless, you know, she was... She may not be the hit and everybody's popular uh, CD and radio rotation right now, but you can't uh, take away what she's done in the industry and who she is as a person and artist. So, yeah, no. Nah. But, but also, you know, kids, 
children, they like to, some children, I will say, not all, you know, but they like to have that sense of individuality when they are, quote unquote, following in their parents' footsteps and whatever an avenue it is. Some some kids really do like that idea of, I don't want my mom's help. I don't want my mom's name to be attached to what I'm doing. I want to do it on my own. I want to do it for me. I don't want to get, get you know, um, special privileges or treatment because of who my mother is. So I don't know if that's where she's coming from. I don't think that's, I don't think that's where she's coming from. I don't think that's where she's coming from. I think that, you know, she, there's, there's a certain way that she feels about her mom and she feels that because I'm just speaking as this is what I interpreted from what Angie was saying about her daughter, that because because she didn't give any kind of she basically didn't sacrifice her career. She went forth with her career and she feels that now it's her time to sacrifice her career and do the right thing as a mom because you didn't do what was she thought was right 29 years ago. But it, what's really interesting is if you meet kids whose parents are celebrities or some like athletes or anyone with fame their perspectives are a little different than someone as as ourselves whose parents are not celebrities and who's who's not in the highlight they don't care that they don't care that mommy's Andy Stone. They don't care that mommy is Wendy is Wendy Williams. They don't care that their dad is is Diddy. They want you to be a dad. They don't care about you going on tour. They don't care about the glitz. And they don't care about any of that. They want someone who's going to be a parent. And so I can see. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I can see Diamond's perspective and where she's going with this. Um, so that's just what I think. Um. I want to touch on the fact of I think that I get what Diamond is feeling, but I feel like she's not doing she's not going about it the right way. Mm -hmm. Like she wants to she wants her career to take off and she wants her mom to slow down. But I feel like the the way that I would do it or, you know, like I have family members who've done it like this. Their parents are famous. Have them take you on tour with them. Like you don't have a career. Nobody's listening to you, mm -hmm. but they're listening to Angie Stone. So if you are, if Angie's on tour, the best bet for you to help your career would be to go on tour with her. Why would you want her to quit? And my because, cousin is yeah. doing the same thing with his father right now. His father was a star from the eighties, so his father goes on these tours. He goes with him, and that helps bring him some light to his career because he doesn't have one. And you know. You work at it for a long time, but in this industry, you got to be a complete package ready to go mm -hmm. in these days and these times. So especially when you're a new artist, when, you, when you, you're still working on your craft, the best thing to do, especially when you have a parent who everyone knows and respects at, you know, whatever level they are in their career, and you're trying to get your career off the ground, the smart thing for her to do would be like, mom. Can I come with you? Can I do a song with you? And Angie's trying to help her by trying to give her songs or do songs. With, like the best thing she could do for her career is to work with her mother as opposed to telling her mother to quit so she could get started. Because mm -hmm. that right. doesn't make any sense. But yeah. if there's still that animosity yeah. there, then it's going to be it's going to be hard <clears throat> for like if Diamond still has those negative feelings and, you know, that that. Past. But doesn't she want her? Doesn't she want Angie Hol to quit Hol and become her her yeah. child's babysitter? Yeah. Practically, well, be a big grandmother. But let's move forward because there's so much more we have to do, and we have so little time. And Angie's and Angie's daughter is not really a big topic. In to this. Let's let's, let's go really quickly to uh, Mila 
being questioned about her relationship with Mrs. Sochow and if they are still together, are they still sleeping in the bed together? You know, will she rely on Music Sochow to support her for the rest of uh, her life? What were your thoughts? We we kind of touched on that. Yeah. Any yeah. thoughts? Um, if not, we can move on. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, family and their kid is a special case, and I'm sure the attention actually caters to them needing to be closer together. So for me, I feel like it's just a lot of stuff going on. But I would imagine it's hard to live in the same household and be uh, separate in your relationships. So I'm sure as much as she tried to say there's nothing going on, I'm sure that's a a very gray color story. Something's going on. Something's going on. Okay. Um... Uh, is it pronounced Funky Deniva? 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 I'm sorry? Funky Deniva. The guy, my hair is laid like, oh, what's his name? I thought funky, it was Funky, funky the Diva. Di- I don't funky, know. Funky Diva. Well, funky Diva. Funky, funky, funky looking. Yeah. Funky Deniva. So he is a very interesting character personality. He's a blogger and he always wears these different wigs mm-hmm. and he's always saying that his hair is laid like my hair is laid like Harry Washington from Scandal. My hair is laid like Diana Ross. My hair is so he always has this thing about his hair is laid. Um and so they let him just go in and mm-hmm. um he told Kiki, he says that Kiki, you picked the wrong time to go crazy and you should chase after uh the lady who stole your Grammy. Oh you, have, you have too many you have too many kids to uh um I would be crazy too if you would if you but he says run around with all those kids I would be crazy too. Then he told Mila to run and how she's not in a girl group anymore and she needs to move and she needs to get herself together. Then he said but Selena is the hustler out of the group. Selena performs. <laughs> he says Selena perform will perform at buffet PTA to the Ultra. That was the up. devil was alive. <laughs> the recession won't get won't get me. And then he starts quoting Selena's hit song. Guess what? Yeah. And I'm then he said. Then, oh yeah. Then he said that he was that ready. Selena's sisters. Selena's sister, Salisha, makes sure that she cleans the truck before she stands on the table and starts performing. <laughs> That correct. I will say this. That moment was better than Homegirl who was working out and asking questions. Oh, Brisha. Yeah, Yeah, that that thing was crazy. But uh Yeah. And no, (laughs) but yeah. I was like, it's one of those over the top moments and it it was a, a great uh, try for TV One to give that brother a chance. I'll say that, <laughs> but at the same time, it was like a little out there. But it was, it, I, it was, it was cool to see him be able to chop up the girls in in good ways. So I, I wasn't like when mad said, at like it. he kind of read you all, yeah. but in a nice, nice way. way. <laughs> but he did, like, he, he did, did. and he got to him, and he getting sued the whole thing. So it was, it was very, it was a refreshing, weird, odd moment that. I don't think they should do it that often, but it was cool for what it was. The girls didn't seem, particularly Selena didn't feel, she wasn't amused at all. Yeah, Uh, because I was like, who's this? Yeah. Well, they know who he is because he shows up at all the events, and they said that he talks like that in person. But Kiki said, you know, he wouldn't talk to her, of course, because she's, what does he call He called her Cuckoo. Cuckoo Kiki. Cuckoo, something like that. So. It was it was entertaining. Uh, it was entertaining. So now we have Angie and Ashanti talking about the marriage, and so 
That brother does not want to be in that conversation. <laughs> Wendy asked, are you remotely, are you remotely uh, interested in getting married? And he said, yes. Lies. But it was like... It was like uh, the devil's a lie. <laughs> Monifa, turns to, Monifa turns to an ugly face. Well, there was some, there was some information... There was some information that was mentioned about how they met. He was um, he was an auditor and a control at an airlines, and he had a degree in um, and and, and management. And so, because she was being shafted and always being taken advantage of, she asked Ashanti to be the manager when they were dating. And how how he says that he's not he's not he's not scared of marriage; it's the divorce that he's scared of. What are your thoughts quickly in regards to the Angie? He's and, a lie. Next. Yeah, I, I just, that I think that's just an excuse. But at the same time, I mean, it shows how serious marriage is. And I don't think he should just jump in it. And if he doesn't want it, then I don't think she should want it that bad. Well, I mean, I feel like there's there's definitely couples in the world that will go years and years and years and years. Like my aunt and um, my uncle, they were together for 10 years and didn't get married. So it, it, it But it has to be you have to be on common ground with it. Like you can't just one party's like, Oh, I don't want to ever really want to get married. And then the other party's like, but what I do, if you both can come to that agreement, like we don't need to get married, you know, but we can still be together and in a relationship and be loving then cool. But I just don't think they're on the same page. Let I me, think Angie wants, one let, thing let me ask this question. Another. Do you think that after Angie obviously watched R and B divas watched the season, did you feel that she kind of changed her story a little bit to make, that make them coincide with each other mm-hmm. as to why they're taking so long to get married. Mm-hmm. That's just how I felt. I felt like she obviously watched some things and she changed the story. And now she's like, well, you know, the family, this, this, this. I felt like she kind of changed her ways of how she felt about marriage to please him potentially for maybe walking the hell away from this relationship. Mm. And probably to save herself a little teeny bit embarrassment mm. of him not wanting really to, you yeah, know, man. or at least not e- expressing that he really wants to marry her. So low key, like I'd be embarrassed. Like, OK, well, yeah, me, I'm either. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you know? OK, well, um, we have two other things we need to talk about really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there, Celicia and Michael came out, and so Celicia ta- uh, spoke about how she was in ho- how she was, you know, the hospital. whole issue. She was in the hospital yes. for seven months, and she Still had birth. to had to deliver a baby that was not alive. Stillborn, I mean, yeah. deep. That's, that's I, I, Wendy, was, I didn't think Wendy was going to talk about her too. See, that's what um, I was going to say. I knew, yeah. Well, I, I Wendy has mentioned it a lot. If you if you watch a show and if it if it's appropriate, she will mention it. But I thought that was uh, I thought that was really great for Wendy to mention that you know they all had moments where they just kind of had to just kind of had to break down for a moment. Mm. My heart goes out to her. I have nothing yep. to say about it. Yeah. Um, it's just that was that was a heart wrenching moment. It's, uh, God bless them. Yeah, mm. I mean, I thought it was beautiful though that Wendy kind of put put it out there you know again if she's ever said it before she put it out there again to give her that comfort like you're not alone mm-hmm. you know yes, in this indeed. so let's talk about the tour issue that was the last thing that was uh that was an I issue mean, they with a bang. so <laughs> with a bang <laughs> so what what are you guys' thoughts or do i need to break messy. it down it yeah. just sounds messy like every like no, it wasn't. It was initially this. No, because it's... I mean, and then the fact right. that they're like, they're talking, you know, and, and she's like, well, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. It, like, one of you is lying, clearly. So yeah. or you who forgot. is it? Just, just be real. Like, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Like, come on. Yeah. Be real. I, I mean, I, I felt like uh, it was one of those situations where I felt emotions and feelings were dictating people's negative energy that they're 
well, more so from Selena and her sister, it seemed like they were bitter about yeah. the way things went down and and uh, um not to side with Angie, but she looked honestly confused with their attachment to how hurt they were or something. Like it seemed like I could it's business and it could be taken a shade if you want to take it to heart, but if you see it as just business, then it could just be just business. Yeah. And Angie playing dumb. Well, <laughs> sorry. Oh, so there, there was there, there was a couple things. So when Celicia brought the tour uh, about the two of them doing the the European to- uh, um, soul tour, mm. uh, there was discussion that they were split at fifty fifty. But then Angie says that you know she when she band. when she goes overseas Ooh, she- when she goes overseas she makes on an average three hundred thousand dollars for the tour. Mm. Now, well, interesting. That is interesting. But you also have to remember. Artists who may not have radio play here in the United States are are huge. Let's take for instance Cisco. Cisco, really? Cisco does his. We know him from the Thong yeah. song. Mm. Cisco tours every year overseas and he makes his money. So that's where a lot of artists can go and make their money. And the fact that Angie's been in the business for thirty five years, I believe that she totally, she honestly can make three hundred thousand dollars. So it mm. wouldn't make sense for her to take to take a cut. But where. The confusing thing came for me is when they were discussing that it would originally be 50%. They, they would go 50% each. But they're doing then, an hour and 30 but, minutes? Yeah, that they're doing 50, that they would split the, split it 50% and then they would be able to make off merchandise. What doesn't make sense is, again, Selena has what chapter one and chapter two, and she has a she has all falls down with with Kanye, and then she has guess what? Angie's body of work is is, is much longer. So for them to go at a tour at fifty percent, that seems crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I would never do that if I was Angie Stone. I would never do fifty percent. Yeah, we can do fifty percent of time. Like yeah, we can both do thirty minutes. But you know, I got like my thirty minutes is gonna be all hits. What's yours gonna be? But yeah. Angie totally deserves the money that she is asking for. So there was just a couple of things that didn't make sense the way they were throwing out numbers. I don't really know who to believe, but I think there's honesty on both sides, and I think mm-hmm. there's lies on both sides. Yeah. Definitely, no, that's a good way. I to just sum it up. For the I felt like it was it was the only part that bothered me was when she. Said said that and or the whoever with the tour people came to angie and was like oh i i didn't even think you would do a tour with selena like that part i was like really did they say that did they who say is it like it? that and who, who said it oh yeah yeah who, who is, is she? she like that part i was like okay you either could have left that information out or yeah. you you know or i don't know but it just it just it i was just like oh dang that was that necessary now like Angie was that necessary but other than that I agree with you I think Angie has the the body of work to support that amount of money and if she ain't getting that then but I think Angie was thinking that the problem was was that the money was the issue but Celicia was saying that that was not the issue the issue with Celicia and Selena is the fact that that Celicia, that Celicia brought this tour to them was- and Angie went on the tour without them. So technically speaking, in the entertainment industry, stole the job. She's not only did she steal the job, but Celicia is mm-hmm. technically a producer. So if she's the one that brought this tour together, regardless if Selena is not a part of it, then she deserves her 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Because yeah. I think that's what the shade was. Yeah. That, that little extra, we ain't talking about it, but we put more negative energy in there. And I think that... That lack of, I guess, putting a, a microscope to that point is the reason why 
Angie's so confused and left out. Hmm. As far as the explanation. No, well, the the one thing that I did feel Angie was on the right of is she was saying, you know, how are we going to split this 50-50 and you're going to go for 30 minutes yeah. and I'm going to be on it for an hour. Yeah. Mm. How, how's that? And yeah. then with the that whole And with the whole band thing, why would Angie want to have this big band when you're only making $300,000? So you have to pay your band members. So are you, and I'm sure you probably want to fly a certain way. So even the fact that you want to have this big elaborate band... It's like you're only making three hundred thousand dollars. Well, she was cool with three hundred thousand. Is when it was, was going to be fifty thousand. That's when she was like, yeah. "I can't pay for all my band people to come." And then Selena and them were like, "Well, we didn't want your band." Like Selena was like, "I didn't need. I didn't want your band. I'm yeah. fully comfortable with going out there and finding a band." So, and then but th- that was the point where she was like, "We said we could have got a band out there," and then Angie was like, "I didn't hear that." And this goes back to the proper way to handle business. You mm-hmm. use emails, you use actual meetings where you write down what you want to do to people's different sides and you hack it out and yeah. come to agreements before you leave the room. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, and I think we're in agreement that we have wrapped up this after show. Absolutely. So now let's go into predictions for next week's part two reunion. Oh, oh snap. And now, your After Buzz TV uh, ladies first. I knew he was gonna say that. Okay, well, man first. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you okay. go, man. Being, right, being that uh, the man's supposed to be the provider, right? No comeback. Hey, did you see? Read them comments. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, so who wants to go, ladies? Or no, go. We could just go. Okay. Um, I predict it'll just continue again with the same subject. I don't know how it's gonna pan out because you know sometimes people bring emails, they want to mm-hmm. bring a text message, and we'll show you proof. And um, I feel like the Latavia thing isn't done for some weird reason. I mm-hmm. feel like they're just going to beat the horse until it's six feet under. Next. <laughs> oh, well, um, I believe and predict that Latavia won't sing again <laughs> because that can go over so well. Um, and hopefully they'll like talk about one night only because I feel like that's was the premise a major premise of the show mm-hmm. of this you know throughout the season so hopefully that'll be um i'm sure it will be the next big topic mm-hmm. once they return fellas i mm-hmm. believe that they, wendy will find a way to dive into the grammy situation i think that'll be something cool to see mm-hmm. i also think that it will still have some focus on latavia although that horse is officially beaten for me now uh and uh, yeah that's about it well my prediction is um well i really predict that there shouldn't be a, a part two to be yeah. honest um because mm-hmm. what else can you talk about the one night only but i don't that's ooh, the only thing i feel like they should have just kind of threw feel, that in there for i the feel last like i feel like all of the segments and that they've had has just been like really quick little things and i just i wish for it to be over um, no, this is no, no. What are we doing wishes? Are we doing? No, uh, no disrespect, you know, but no, be dis- done. no disrespect, but wishes. you know, discuss the the one night only, and what else is there to talk about for forty two minutes? I don't we'll know. See. Yeah, well, I guess we'll we see. will see. But we shall see, and we're definitely going to recap it. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in Yay. to another episode of Fear After Buzz TV. Let everyone know where you can be found on social media. You can find me at I'm Taisha Monique on IG and Twitter, and Taisha Monique on Facebook. You can find me at All Eyes on Black on Twitter and Facebook, Alfred Thomas. You can find me on Twitter at Chloeonix11 and on Instagram and Facebook at Chloeonix. 
And you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode here at AfterBuzz TV for RB Divas Atlanta Season 3 Reunion. We will see you guys next week. Shout out. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.